This is a Detail Podcast. Hanks, you are often a friend. <laughs> Except for the road to perdition. You're Woody, too. And you're also Robert Langdon. <laughs> we all have cast away. That's true. But Turner and Hooch was just okay. Don't cut me off. But what the hell is Larry Crown? <laughs> he wears a hat. <laughs> Splashing bachelor party. And directed that thing you do. We know Sully and Bonfire of the Vanity. There is one thing I must say. Thank you for David Pumpkin. <laughs> The Burbs, Money, Pit, and Dragnet And Saving Private Ryan Tom Hanks Films I Recommend Big Fade Out Hello and welcome to Drink In, Geek Out, a show where we drink beer and geek out. I am your host, Carl, the Duke Ready, and alongside me is... Saf, the Saf, and alongside me is... I did not have anything prepared. I was going to say, I'm Keith, and I don't know what we're doing, but alongside me is... And I'm Pale, the... not the Carl, the Duke. And <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode is featuring beer from Indiana City and Summit City Brewworks, and we are talking about Tom Hanks. Because it's, Cause it's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I was trying to be original, and <laughs> I, I noticed that you didn't mention this film in your list, so now I have to know, is, is it like an undersight, or is it a Tom Hanks film you don't recommend? What film is it? Carl Hanready is in Catch Me If You Can. Oh, I just it just didn't fit the song. There was you know, <laughs> 60 movies to choose from. Yeah. Uh, it's the one with Leonardo DiCaprio. Who yeah, that's a good one. I like that, that one. one. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. I, I was trying to like, is it, it's Duke Ratty? So it's like <laughs> Dustin, the Duke Ratty? I'm like, no, I, just, I have to go with Carl. I was hoping something would come to me, but it... I uh, honestly didn't, so I just said my name twice. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was perfect. I mean, you did sing such a lovely song. So. That's true. Yes, yes. All right, we've got beer. We do. So the beer in front of us today is the Death by Pumpkin from Indiana City. It's funny because it is Death by Something, and the ABV is 6.66%, repeating, of course. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. And then the IBUs are 13, says it on the can. Ain't no lie when the can tells you. And the uh, geek scale reference for 13 is, of course, Friday the 13th. <laughs> so a little bit about this. Uh, we mashed 180 pounds of pure pumpkin into a diverse lineup of kilned malts, added a healthy dose of brown sugar to the boil, then spiced the fermentation beer through cold infusion with all-natural, freshly cracked allspice cinnamon nutmeg and whole Madagascar vanilla beans. This smooth pumpkin ale that's so crisp as the autumn air won't 
actually kill you, though it is worth dying for. Boo. <laughs> spooky so. boo, not like a thumbs down boo. Oh, yeah, spooky boo. Sorry, I didn't do that right. Hold on. Let me. Boo. boo. <laughs> I thought you were just going to say, spooky boo. (laughs) (laughs) Spooky boo. It's a a very um, Scooby-Doo style of boo. Boo. (laughs) (laughs) On the can here, it's like an all black background. It's one of their like shiny labels that Indiana City always uses. It's got a big old jack-o'-lantern in the middle, surrounded by a death by pumpkin in like a cursive... uh, I don't know what kind of font that is, but it's like a script. Yeah. And there's like lights shining from behind the pumpkin to give it like a extra coming at you glow. Really solid can. Definitely has like the spooky season vibes, but we're going with David by pumpkins or death by David pumpkins. (laughs) Death by David pumpkins. Also, (laughs) Thanksgiving treat. My favorite pumpkin Pumpkin pie. pie. So can't go wrong there. Uh, Very spicy on the nose, at least in the can. Gives off uh, that pumpkin-y, like, smell. Yeah, like the typical cinnamon, coriander, nutmeg type spices that you get mm-hmm. in most pumpkin-flavored things. Because pumpkin exactly. on its own doesn't have a ton of flavor. No, it's actually not that good. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of pumpkin, but like, yeah. just eating straight pumpkin Pumpkin by itself is just kind of bland. Yeah. Uh, but I could smell a little bit of all of the spices, and I think I get, a, like, a hint of... Vanilla? It, they say it's just from the vanilla beans, but yeah. I still kind of get something on the nose. I'm hoping to be able to taste it uh, because I think van- like I know people do like mocha and pumpkin and like coffee flavors, and then like chocolate chips to their pumpkin rolls. <laughs> but I think the yeah. un- most underrated flavor is pumpkin and vanilla, hmm. like a uh, pumpkin roll. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the cream center, the roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. Uh, the color, it's kind of a deeper orange than... It's almost like a pumpkin, to be honest. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah for sure. Yeah, two different shades there. Yeah, because no, <laughs> yeah, I lighter. got a light shining right on right it behind it. And yeah. right above it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, my... I don't know. My backlight isn't doing that great of a job. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. Um, to me, Hold even... Hold here. It's more his color. Yeah, yeah that's a lot better. To me, I kind of think of like Blanca or like Clayface. Yeah, that was kind of in that area too. Yeah, we so. can even go maybe thirteen. Just <laughs> oh yeah, you probably could for sure. It's just not quite to... like the not quite the uh, whatever Ben Grimm. No, not quite there. The thing, but it. I think it's probably a good range between the twelve and the thirteen. All right, with that, so like maybe a morph ball, maybe a. Clay face, depending on what lighting you got. Yeah. It is a clay face morph ball. <laughs> oh, that smells so good. Let's do the drinky drink. Mm-hmm. Sip, sip, sip. So, right away, it's a very placid flavor. It's like 13%, not 6%. a whole lot of it. Uh, 13 IBUs. Yeah. Yeah. 13 IBUs is what I meant. And then, like, 6%. You can't taste the alcohol for sure. No, no. And there's a pumpkin flavor there and, and some of those spices, but not a ton of the spices coming through, mostly right. just like the pumpkin-y. And yeah, it's like raw pumpkin right yeah. now. Yeah. Sort of De- the vanilla on the back mm-hmm. end. Mm-hmm. It's definitely crushable. Like, 
Oh yeah, I can just I've, see myself like. Go, 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 I've already go, finished go. almost half of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably why it's Death by Pumpkin. It's so crushable. <laughs> yeah. Just keep drinking and drinking and drinking. All right, I just poured it in the leftovers from my can. Let's see if any of that extra came through. Pumpkin hops. Yep. <laughs> Nothing really different on the nose. I'll tell you that much. It says it's unfiltered ale, but I didn't. It's not like the IB, I, IPA. IPAs, IPAs <laughs> that are like have all the boogers and stuff in there. It's boogers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the IPA boogers. You know, the, the brewers. You know, an IPA, it's got like boogers <laughs> at the bottom. <laughs> exactly. They just drop it. They pick their nose and drop mm-hmm. it in the boil. They're constantly sneezing around the beer. <laughs> They're like, let's see if that gets through. To- <laughs> <laughs> Nose hops. Nose yeah. hops. <laughs> as much as I enjoy the style of beers, this one's just kind of boring. It's tasty. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It, it's but- not, not special in any way. Yeah. It stands. It just tastes like a pumpkin beer, not, not like a spectacular pumpkin beer. I th- yeah, I think the name is more exciting than the beer. Yeah, and the label. That nice little jack-o'-lantern on there. What have the, the uh, friends on Untapped have to say? Good question. Uh, untapped, out of 1,000 check-ins and 772 ratings, it comes in at a 3.90. So not too bad. I had two friends checking in. Christian D. Says, hands down the best pumpkin beer I've ever had. Not overdone with the pumpkin. Very smooth and very good. He had it on draft and gave it a 4.25. Damn. He also had this in 2018. So that, yeah, was a while ago. As did the other guy. So I'm curious Mm -hmm. to see what he says with this updated version. And I have Mick Beer. Had this in 2017. Gave it a three point two five. All right, uh, I have Dustin Wood from Barrel Chat. He had this in two thousand sixteen, two thousand fifteen. So he hasn't had it recently. He's had several of these checked in. Uh, so four twenty five, I think, for this check in. Uh, the most mature pumpkin I've had this year. Not quite Avery. I'm waiting for the barrel next year. And then he checked in the next year, and he said, 2016, it's nice, roasty flavor, back-to-back with the 2015, gave it a 425. And then a little bit later, he said, uh, has uh, the 2015 in 2016 has lost some of the spice, almost a sour beer profile, still a solid brew, Ooh. though. So it's like he, he kept it to see what would happen if he yeah. aged it. He checked that one in at 375. So, moral of the story is drink it fresh. Oh, yes. And this one's like relatively fresh for us because uh, I bought this uh, three weeks ago. Yeah, it just came out in mm-hmm. like the end of October, early November. Yeah. Uh, and then I have Travis Miller. Travis Miller's checked this in a few times, but he's checked it in at four, uh, 4.5. And this was in 2014. It's funny that he checked it in and Indiana City like messaged him back on the post. It said, join us for Death by Pumpkin, a 2015 release party. (laughs) (laughs) So like so like a year later, they went on and said, hey, come and check this out. I think that's really cool. That's funny. Had Michael here on Untap says, I'm going to try to translate as best I can. It's a kosh. And has West in it, but the pumpkin and caramel make it actually really nice. 
It's super fresh and well-balanced. I'm going to crack the bourbon one in a bit, but super chuggable for a pumpkin. Gave it a 3.75. I saw that one, too, and I was... Like, his the way he started that sentence, I don't understand. I don't know if he meant to write, it's a Kolsch? A Kolsch beer? It's a Kolsch, okay. And has West. Like, what does that mean? Has West West, in it? West Coast hops? I I have no idea what he's saying. I... But it sounds a lot like how Dustin was describing this beer. Mm-hmm. Super fresh, chuggable. Paul, different Paul, Paul S. says, quite nice. Pumpkin pie flavors. Fairly sweet, too. Gave it a four. Had it on draft. <laughs> Look out. I wrote something. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was surprised to see that, but it was also four years ago, so. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote something. I updated it now, so it's, it's a new check-in. Look out. Well, you wrote something twice. Hey, well, I know what's this <laughs> world coming to. It just—it's the pumpkin beers. It must be it. He's compelled to write something. <laughs> it brings favorite. out the words. <laughs> brings out the words in you. I got one more here. Adam J said, "My first and last pumpkin beer ever of 2021. Good malt with brown sugar and some cinnamon spices." Give it a three seventy five. Is there like a hint of cinnamon? I'm I mean, not getting too it was, much. It's what we said was there: allspice and nutmeg mm, and mm. cinnamon. But yep, we're, like for us, we're not tasting it. Oh, that's too bad. Maybe yeah. like maybe this year like, is it seems a little different. Yeah, uh, maybe like an aftertaste. Like just letting it sit on your palate for a bit. May like maybe I get a little bit of. That flavor, but it's definitely pumpkin to the teeth and then a little bit of vanilla at the yep. end. So you get like tiny hints, but nothing real. It's mostly just pumpkin. Mm. Not yeah, complaining. Pump- just pumpkin boring. is pretty full, a full flavor. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, Dustin, you want to hit us with your old check in or your new check in? I'll do the old one and then follow it up with the new one. So the old check-in, this was four years ago. I said solid pumpkin, best from Indiana so far. So like the best pumpkin beer from the state of Indiana so far. And then a little bit later, I had the beer breweries pumpkin ale. And it's like, this is by far the best one. Sorry. Yeah, that beer has a pretty good one. Yeah. Um, And I gave that one a four. Today, I checked it in. I took a picture and I wrote stuff. I gave it a 425. And I said, this is... This is a pretty good flavor. Nice, fresh, well-balanced, but boring. There's nothing flashy. Yeah. It just shows up to work, does what it needs to, and goes home. <laughs> nice. The quiet quitting beer. Yeah. <laughs> it is good. I agreed with everything Dustin said, but I gave it a 375 because of the boring part. I, I just yeah. wanted something a little bit more like a kick in the teeth or something. Mm-hmm. Like, just something... Pizzazz. More out there. Coming from Indiana City, I expected more flavor, and it's just yeah, kind of just a basic pumpkin at least this year's version. I think that's the main problem or main difference between you and I is I love pumpkin beers. Yeah, like, I'm yeah, 100% exactly. about them. So, of course, I'm going to rank this a little bit higher, even if like we see we see and say the same thing about it. Yeah, you just enjoy the flavor more than yeah. I do, the basic <laughs> base flavors. Yeah, exactly. Or I would love to hear about your your beer. The beer we have, Pale and I are drinking a Bun Brown Ale from Summit City Brewworks here in Fort Wayne. Coming in at 6% ABV, this is a brown ale with 
peanuts, vanilla, and dark chocolate. Made in honor of the old bun bars that used to be made in the building of the current brewery. And looking up a little history of the bun bar candy bar, it originated in Fort Wayne when it was created in, oh, what I say, 1920s? In the 1920s. And what's really cool is that the brewery, when it did take over, they kept the sign. If you look at the end of Summit City Brewers, when you're going down, I think it's Berry Street. It's a one-way street. You can still see some of the old painting that's up there with some of the, yeah. the bun bar. It's faded quite a bit, yeah. but it's still there. But it's like the original painting from back then, but it's still up there. So that's pretty cool. I learned the history of the, the bun bar. So it's really nice that they uh, are embracing that. And I know at one point you could buy the candy bar. I forget what com- candy company owns it now, but they were selling them for like a dollar or two dollars. Yeah, they usually have a them. box there. As long as they didn't run out, they'll sell you one for a dollar or something. Yeah. So thought that was kind of cool with this old timey candy bar. Kind of like sitting on a bench and eating a box of chocolates. <laughs> um, <laughs> you never you know what you're going to get. Your Thanksgiving reference there. A uh, bit of a stretch. <laughs> I think an even more of a stretch would be like peanuts and chocolate in like old timey stuff, a league of their own. Oh, that's oh, true. Yeah, yeah. I bet. <laughs> there you go. That's a, around the same time period those were being so, mm-hmm. made in yeah. Fort Wayne. It's a great yeah. baseball snack. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. And looking at the can, speaking of the, the candy bar, Pale, you want to describe what we're seeing here? Sure. Um, I got a brown and like tan lines that come like diagonally across the label, which is kind of cool. It's a very like uniform kind of like background with like the bun logo on the front. Um, It's pretty clean, like crisp label in my opinion. Uh, Colors kind of go together really well. Um, I like the white text it's very <laughs> similar to the the original the original candy. bun maple mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is that middle oh. one in that picture there if you guys followed that link mm-hmm. but i was kind of hoping they would unless that's an updated bun and maybe this one's more the original label oh, i don't yeah. know what the og that looks more modern made by pearson's candy company but i wonder yeah, if this is more say, yeah. of the original i have no idea I wonder what that SC stands for underneath the bun. Summit City. Summit City. Okay. <laughs> S- S- I, forgot, I forgot that's where the beer was from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here, if I turn it this way. Here we go. There it is. <laughs> yep. Good old Summit City. As they say on the can, a tribute to Fort Wayne's historical candy bar. That would be cool if they gave a little bit of history, like on the company, that the candy company that manufactured the bars. Yeah. I mean, I could have done that, but we found it, so not a big deal. Yeah, so there is a, on eBay, I'm not trying to peddle anything, (laughs) but there's a vintage 1940s Wayne Candies bun box for sale with the graphics and color, and the bun logo is exactly what you have on the can. Can you shut up again? Yep. Except for the colors are inverted. So it's red letters and white background for that. And then the color of the can itself is just the the standard maple coloring. So like a contemporary maple in color in there. 
from what I could tell. Right. <laughs> Very cool. Sticking to the original. That's what I kind of figured they would. Mm. Probably had to cool. alter it slightly for legal purposes, so they inverted the colors. Yeah. But it's just, it really tells your brain the same information. But honestly, the bun bars, it's not like it's a hot selling candy, especially not at Halloween time or anything. So I think any publicity, if you're paying homage to something, yeah, it's yeah. like, I mean, why do we have to worry about copyright? It's not like we're profiting off of Hershey's or anything like that. But right. But, but bun should be in the public domain at this point. Yep. Mm-hmm. Should be. All right. Looking at the, what do we do? Color first. That's right. Yeah, I was like, uh, color or smell like? Because I really want to smell this beer because I know it's going to smell like a bun bar. I'm not getting much see-through. I figured the dark chocolate in it for a brown ale, it's pretty dark. Well, it's always dark on my camera. It looks black in your camera. (laughs) It looks like any other beer. But I'm getting a brown tint pale around the top and the bottom. And it's semi-see-through when I, I can vaguely see light when I put it directly up to the lamp. Like when I put it up to my lamp, like on the sides and the bottom, I get like a hint of red. That, like I don't know if you're getting that, but like I'm seeing red, like it, like and then it's kind of clear, like towards the bottom. But like when I pull it away towards the dark, yeah, it just goes completely away. Hmm. So it's very interesting. So probably in the color realm, we would want more of that reddish brown. A dark red brown. I'm looking at the row of 43 through 48. I don't know if that's what you're getting pale or you're getting yeah. something different. Um, Any Tom Hank references in there? <laughs> <laughs> we got Freddy as least. Spooky season. It's true. Mm-hmm. Here you go, Freddy. I'd say a darkened... Woody's hat, which is not on here. <laughs> Woody's hat dipped or Woody's boots. motor oil. Today, huh? No respect. <laughs> Something along those lines. <laughs> Perfect. You are a toy. <laughs> All right. Sniff it, pal. Right. If you haven't drank it yet. <laughs> oh, I'm about it. halfway <laughs> done with it. Oh my! Whew. Pungent. Mm-hmm. The vanilla vanilla is strong on the nose. Is that vanilla? I'm getting the maples, I, like strong maple. Yeah, that okay. Maybe that's like a vanilla maple like combination. It could be a sweeter maple. A sweeter maple, yeah. Same That's out of the can. Delightful. Yeah. Like I want to eat it. I just want to. Want to eat start it? Chew, eat it and chew it up. Do it. Yeah, it's definitely that sweet maple. Mm-hmm. It's that unique smell. Like a stack of pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I think I just walked into IHOP. All right, take a sip. If you haven't. If you have any left. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> oh, my. It tastes like it smells. It's roasty. It's mapley. It's peanut nut tea. Not peanut buttery. 
I'm getting all um, the flavors they say that's in there. The dark chocolate roasty, sweet vanilla, but it's just like all maple. But it doesn't really say brewed just dark chocolate, vanilla, and peanuts. Yeah, this is really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I get the bitter dark chocolate a little bit. I'm not getting much of the vanilla on the taste, but I can definitely get the peanuts. Um, it's kind of rare, you know, to like throw like most of the time you have like peanut butter in beers, but like this is definitely more like just throwing in like a couple peanuts in your mouth. And I, oh, I yeah. just, I get that in this, in the taste. Do you get much chocolate? It's there, um, but it's dark chocolate, so it's not very sweet. So to me, it's more that roastiness that kind of comes from it. But you can definitely tell it's there because it kind of mm-hmm. levels, bitters out the palate, so it's not too sweet. It sits on the back of your tongue. Now, have you had the candy? The yes, actual bar. And it, I think, Seth, I thought you were with me when we went there when they first opened, and we got a couple. I remember, I think it was me, you, and Sarah that we were there, and we got a couple of the bun bars. My dad's old work used to have a Christmas party every year, and they would give out bun bars for some reason. So (laughs) I had them back in my childhood a ton. I think that was the last time I had one was there at the brewery, Mm -hmm. but I haven't seen them on the menu since. So it's on the secret menu. If I, yeah, it could be. I do remember it was similar though. To that. I mean, it's got to be. It's just, it's weird because when you eat a bun bar with all the peanuts and you got little chunks of peanut Mm -hmm. in your mouth. So it's like you have the flavor, but you don't have the chunks. Right. (laughs) So it's kind (laughs) of, it's kind of weird. You're just like licking and where's, where the peanut residue? You got to throw some peanuts in your mouth after drinking (laughs) it. Just so you get that sense memory back. But I will say they, they nailed it like a hundred percent. It, it, it tastes like a candy bun bar. With the maple, with everything. I'm just surprised the maple's not there, because that's all I'm getting. It makes me wonder if they threw bun bars in it, not, or they just kind of did their own thing and mixed it all up. They're always vague on their descriptions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder why we would get maple on the nose, but not in the taste. It's just kind of like, trick. it's like, ha, I tricked you. Yeah, the, just like looking at the can. Put that flavor in your mind, so now you're like, "That's true." You're getting it. Like we could have said grapefruit be... was in here. Yeah, and you would have, you would have sniffed that up. Yeah. <laughs> There's like slight fruit, sweeter than it really is, and it's mm-hmm. not. It's not like that sweet at all. Really, it's just Mm-mm. the more roasty dark chocolate, like, is more dominant. Much and vanilla. Like, not. I don't even get the vanilla. It's strange. The the bitter really does take it over, so it's like bitter dark chocolate peanuts, but the smoothness and there is a a sweet sense. I'm getting maple. I don't know why Pale's not getting maple. You're not getting. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting I'm, maple. Yeah, I'm, you're getting the maple. The maple mm. with the, the vanilla. So, like I said, it smells and tastes the same to me, except the taste. You get more of the bitter. You don't get that on the nose. But it's like you open up a candy bar and stick your nose in it. And the wrapper, take a whiff. Maybe if on the back end, if I think about it hard enough, I get maple and vanilla. But I don't. It's just can make yourself taste anything. 
Yeah. <laughs> put it in my head. Think about it. If enough. You think hard enough. Yeah. Think about it hard enough. Uh, question for you, Pale. When you opened it, was there any pop to this can at all, or was it just kind of like flat? It was flat, very flat. Yeah. Okay. Mine was yeah. too. There was no like or anything. It sounds like the, like the second time or third time that you've had a can from Summit City just do that when you open it. Yeah. It's just pretty meh. Mm-hmm. Those, I think you really have to drink fresh. Although mine does have a dent where it was. So that makes me think. I don't know if you can see that. There's a tiny little dent right there. Maybe the seal was just off Could a bit. Got, yeah, a little leak. Yeah. But it's still good. I mean, it's carbonated. It's a brown ale. It drinks like a stout. So honestly, you're not really looking for a whole lot of carbonation here anyway. But it stands out pretty good. Mm-hmm. What about untapped? What do you guys got? If anybody, <laughs> besides me. <laughs> I see 104 ratings, averaging a 4.15, which is pretty good. Nice. My friends are um, here with us today, so I won't read there. (laughs) (laughs) There's one that isn't here today, and she goes by the name of Allison. And I'm very upset that she had it, and I didn't. That's (laughs) very random. I know, oh. like how, like how, how, how did I not check it in? I did see that it was back in like 2019. So, honey, I'm going yeah, to must have been City. one of the times she went with me. Back later, <laughs> that's, that's fine. We'll do the same thing. But she gave it a 425, or sorry, 475. Dang, that's almost a perfect score. Almost a perfect score. That's my only friend. Other friend checking. And then, I do see Stout B. Ooh. What? <laughs> You He's not my friend. Aww. I just happened to I just happened to scroll past it. I was gonna get to that, but yeah, old stout boss. You uh, can read it. He, that's fine. I'm doing my check in. So yeah, I figured that's why I was figured I'd say it. Well, give you time to think about your beer a little more. But it says more peanuts than chocolate, and he gave it a three and a half. Con- uh, Connor H here. Um, he voted and then went to the brewery. It seems because his check in is at eleven. No, this is eleven five, which is on Saturday, not quite election day. I was a little bit off, but it said if I feel I could get a good percentage of Allen County vote if I ran on the platform to turn this into a beer that is produced three sixty five. That's funny. I uh, gave it a four and a half. <laughs> Bill S says sweet dark chocolate, caramel, vanilla, and peanuts. Yes, it reminds me of my favorite candy bar when I was a kid. Very nice. 425. So he got caramel out of his, which you guys have not mentioned. Maybe that's what that sweetness is. But they also didn't put that in the description. No, they didn't list that either. A can full of lies is what this is. It's hard to tell. Susan B. says, tastes like a bun candy bar and gave it a 475. Robert N., I could drink a lot of this one, just like the candy bar. Great beer, 425. If you're drinking a candy bar, Robert, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> that sounds like a milkshake to me. Yeah. Just see a bunch of like awesome check-ins, but no, no words. How infuriating is that? <laughs> Connor H. says, this is the shit. And gave it a four and a half. Uh, Paige G, she said, and I quote, 
So a yummy, all caps, and she gave it a five. Damn. Wow, Paige. Mm, good scores. Just trying to get it. I clicked on her profile to see if I can get like a good estimate, but her average rating is like 377. So she must have a taste for the exquisite. <laughs> Daniel G at the at Ted's Brew or Beer Hall said, this was an amazing balanced to sweet beer. Five as well. Five out of five. Doug D is also at the beer hall. He said, great combo. Flavors meld together in a roasty, medium body, smooth and velvety finishes of sweet chocolate and maple. Four out of five. Nice. And that's where we uh, meet. Because <laughs> I read the one that was right above that one. <laughs> so we're done. Duh. That's why I was like, maybe they're at the, t- the beer hall together. Yeah. Probably. All right, I'm ready to announce. Drum roll, please. I gave this, I'll just jump straight to the ranking, <laughs> a 4.25. Nice. Said a great tribute to the OG Fort Wayne candy bar that was made there. Sweet maple on the nose, strong, roasty, dark chocolate, peanutty flavor. If you like the candy bar, you'll love it. And I don't like the candy bar. But I do love the spear, but that's why I didn't go any higher than that, because I can't get over that. I have too many nightmares of other bad peanut butter beers that are just, that has forever ruined this genre, I think, for me. But I do love brown ales, and it's a great tribute to that with that roastiness that I know that's in there. Um, and I love the Fort Wayne history. I didn't want to go a whole ranking up like Pale did that one time many, many years ago, that one fateful Halloween. Oh. <laughs> still comes up to this day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, great beer. Definitely need to check it out. This should become a Fort Wayne staple. Honestly, they should have this one. I like what that guy said. Year round right next to Old Crown. Another Fort Wayne history tradition. Yeah. Um, it should be on 24. with Carl's Cream Ale. Yep. And I gave Bun Brown a four out of five. I said, very smooth and roasty with a nice dark chocolate bitterness. Maple and vanilla come through the nose, but I'm struggling to get it in the taste. So that's why I kind of backed off of it a little bit more than Keith. And I did have this last month at the brewery, like on a flight. And I went four and a quarter then. But the can, I'm just, it's a little bit different. So I'm coming backing it up a little bit yep um just just because i'm not getting everything that i that i'm that it's saying it's there it's there i don't know maybe my taste buds are just a little bit off tonight but well it could be just the can like it didn't seal very well maybe <clears throat> it's just a little bit off with the less carbonation maybe that helps with the flavor mixing i mean there could be a multitude of reasons but definitely worth checking out on draft as opposed to a can which isn't quite that old, but still, always drink your beer fresh. I think that's the moral of our beer lesson, yeah. <laughs> our yeah, beer segment today. <laughs> a lot of times on tap is better, but yeah, it's hard to review them that way. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, it just kind of gives me uh, a lovely like feeling when I hear the history of 
like where where you are yeah. and like breweries do this like super well where they name themselves after the historical parts of the town that they're in or the city that they're in or they name beers mm-hmm. after things that are like important to them or relevant to their location or things like that and Summit City they've they're doing it right with the uh, the name Summit City and then the different style of beers and the history of the building that they're in. Uh, I was thinking about this when you were talking about the bun bar and the, how the some cities in the old like factory for the, the candy place. Uh, what, what's next, right? So all these breweries are taking over these industrial buildings and making them into breweries. That's, you know, that's people's history being made in these breweries. Breweries are now our history. Yeah. yeah. What's what's in the future that's going to take what over the city be spaces? Yeah. 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 <laughs> It'll be a candy <laughs> shop store. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, we yeah, we're a candy candy company and we make candies based on the beers from this old place. <laughs> <laughs> that used to be brewed here. No, but it's always cool when you see like an old bre- sorry, Keith, I cut you off. No, you're bit. fine. Go ahead. Uh when you see like a brewery that takes up an old brewery's location and then like brings like historical beers back to life and stuff like that. Yeah. Too. That's mm-hmm. my favorite and how they do that. Cause especially with summit city, when they did that with old crown. Um, yeah, exactly. Cause there was the old, the group of old guys, like two old guys and their two old wives are in there. It's like date night. They came in and they're like, give me that old crown. It tastes <laughs> just like that. it used to. And I'm like, yeah, this is awesome, you know, that they're reliving the past and doing that. And one day, you know, that'll be us on our 86,000 episode and be like, well, let's review Rohard Root Beer, guys. (laughs) Oh, we can't because they went out of business. (laughs) Uh, That is funny. Dustin and I were talking about Rohard like a few hours ago. (laughs) We can't escape it. I never forget. (laughs) You never forget your first. Could you imagine if we were still recording like 60 years from now? At our start times would be like six in the morning <laughs> with a cup of coffee in our hands. Wasted by seven. <laughs> Six years that. from now. Yeah. Jeez, where are we like 95, <laughs> almost 100? And we'll be live in the same home. <laughs> Wheel down the hall. Yep. We finally all bring their six packs and meet in my room. (laughs) We are taking this minor break to remind you all that you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and now TikTok at Drink In Geek Out. Most of our socials are done through Instagram. We try to uh, do trickle down a post to Twitter and Facebook if you want to get a hold of us uh, or see what we're doing. Instagram is going to be the best thing for you tiktok is just gonna be fun we're not gonna try to be super serious about it uh but you can find some of our brewery trips and uh our craft beer that we've been brewing ourselves on the tiktok you can also find us on our website drinkinggeekout.com there we have our geek srm our geeky abuse our show notes and other links to find out you know more about us or how to contact us you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts and yes i know you're currently listening to us but what if you need a new venue? I'm sure we got one just for you. We got merch, t-shirts, masks, mugs, stickers, and more on Threadless at drinkinggeekout.threadless.com. 
and on TeePublic at tpublic.com slash store slash drink and geek out. We do have a Patreon. It's not super active, but we do have uh, levels of support that you could help us with, uh, starting with like the Super Geek that gets you a shout out on the show and up to the Uber Geek. We have pretty much forces us to dedicate an episode to you. And there's plenty of rewards in the middle uh, as you grow up different tiers. You do not have to support us to listen to the show, but anything helps since we are free and will continue to be free to provide you the best beer content and geek content out there. And now, back to the show. All right, let's talk about the man himself. Thomas Jeffrey Hanks. He is an American actor and filmmaker known for both his comedic and dramatic roles. He is one of the most popular and recognizable film stars worldwide and is regarded as an American cultural icon. Hank's films have grossed more than $4.9 billion in North America alone hmm. and more than $9.96 billion worldwide, making him the fourth highest grossing actor in North America. Jeez. Not sure who the have. We could kind of guess who beat him, but I'm not sure. I, it doesn't say in this Wikipedia article. Hmm. Maybe Cruz, Tom Cruise? Probably. Uh, Hanks made his breakthrough with leading roles in a series of comedy films which received positive media attention, such as Splash from 1984, The Money Pit from 86, Big 88, A League of Their Own in 1992. He won two consecutive Academy Awards for Best Actor for starring as a gay lawyer suffering from AIDS in Philadelphia in 93 and the title character in Forrest Gump in 1994. Hanks collaborated with film director Steven Spielberg on five films, Saving Private Ryan in 98, Catch Me If You Can in 02, The Terminal in 04, The Bridge of Spies in 2015, and The Post in 2017, as well as the HBO miniseries Band of Brothers in 2001 and The Pacific in 2010, which launched him as a director, producer, and screenwriter. Nice. Uh, I would like to make a correction. Hmm. Uh, he, he is third on the... Oh, he must have bumped, jumped up. Highest grossing films. Yeah, number one is Harrison Ford. Oh. Number two is Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Wow. Number three is Tom Hanks. Number four is Morgan Freeman. Number five is Eddie Murphy. Number six is Tom Cruise. Okay, I figured he had to be up there in yep. the top ten at least. Uh, then my list broke. All right. Number seven is Robert Downey Jr. Eight, Johnny Depp. Nine, Michael Caine. And ten, the man, the legend himself, Gary fucking Oldman. Mm. Yeah, he's been in everything. <laughs> I'm surprised uh, about the Robert Downey Jr. because he had such a, like, gap in his acting career. Yeah, and then he did Iron Man and, like, Sherlock and stuff, and then... Uh, Mm-hmm. He was able to like do anything he wanted. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. So Hank's other films include romantic comedies like Sleepless in Seattle from 1993 and You've Got Mail in 1998, both with Meg Ryan, right? Yep. Or is it just You've Got Mail? Okay. He had and Joe versus the Volcano might also be Meg Ryan. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Look at that. He's got a couple dramas under his belt, too, with Apollo 13 in 95, The Green Mile in 99, Castaway in 2000, Road Perdition in 20, or sorry, 2002, sorry, 2002, <laughs> and Cloud Atlas in 2012. And then he's got the uh, biographical dramas, 
uh, which is Charlie Wilson's War, 2007. Captain Phillips, I Am the Captain Now, I Am the Captain Now, 13. <laughs> Saving Mr. Banks, 2013. Soli, 2016. A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, 2019. News of the World, 2020. And Elvis, 2022. Oh, I forgot he was in that. Yeah. He also <laughs> has... Or he has also appeared as the title character in the Robert Langdon film series mm-hmm. and voiced Sheriff Woody in the Toy Story series from 1985 to present. Somebody poisoned the water hole. There's that a snake in my That was Tom Hanks. Did <laughs> <laughs> I, I never knew that. Oh, pale. <laughs> <laughs> Hanks' Here accolades I... include... Toy! (laughs) (laughs) Include two Academy Awards out of six nominations. Hanks has also won seven Primetime Emmy Awards for his work as a producer of various limited series and television movies, including From the Earth to the Moon, Band of Brothers, John Adams, and The Pacific. In 2013, he received a Tony Award nomination for Best Actor in a play for his performance in Nora Efron's Lucky Guy. He received the AFI Life Achievement Award in 2002. He received the Stanley Kubrick Britannia Award for Excellence in Film from the British Academy of Film and Television Arts in 2004. In 2014, he received a Kennedy Center Honor, and in 2016, he received a Presidential Medal of Freedom from President Barack Obama as well as the French Legion of Honor. In 2020, he received the Golden Globe Cecil D. DeMille Award. Nice variety of awards. He also beat COVID in 2020. That's true. He, yeah. he created COVID, I think. Him and his yeah. wife. Yeah. <laughs> He's also hosted Saturday Night Live like 10 times or something like that. A lot. Wow. I guess you don't get an award for that. No. I thought it was funny. I was so I was looking at his Wikipedia like the other day, trying to like find more connections to our bun brown ale. Oh, yeah, and I noticed like down like in the personal section that he has type two diabetes. Oh, <laughs> oh man! And I was like, oh, and we, we're doing bun. That's funny. Brown ale on. The... <laughs> I was like, can't even Tom. eat any of the that box of chocolates. <laughs> he can't even... that he's known for. <laughs> it's true. All right, I've got this list of movies we. I mean, obviously, we're not going through all of them. We could just talk about anything that pops up to anybody. The first thing I saw him in, I want to say, is probably Big. Mm-hmm. That was like one of his first big hits. <laughs> 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 and I think that movie, I don't know. I haven't seen it in a, a couple of decades. Yeah. But I remember it being hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I, I love to see, like, he does a great job of being like a 12-year-old in like a 30-year-old's body or whatever the ages are back in that film. Yep. That was my first ex- <clears throat> experience, too. That was a fun movie. I think, I think I remember Splash. I think Splash was the first movie of his that I saw. I've seen that. Yeah, that one's pretty good, too. Uh, but other than that, I think it was really more the rom-coms that really got me like into Tom Hanks. Like I think I remember seeing Sleepless in Seattle or You've Got Mail uh before i had even seen you know big or before i saw league of their own uh and things like that so i think 
like my memory of Tom Hanks is Stud Hanks. <laughs> yeah, he mm. was like the not, he's kind of like the the boy next door like mm-hmm. attainable guy that was the the lead of a lot of romantic comedies for like a 10 year span. I remember, I remember really loving money pit as a kid, but now that I own a house, I imagine that movie is super stressful and probably not enjoyable. (laughs) (laughs) For me, it was Forrest Gump. 100%. Oh yeah. That's a huge one. Oh yeah. yeah. That was massive, but I have seen splash. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was much later after I saw Forrest Gump. Mm hmm. Here, I'll help you out, pal. And The League of Their Own. Have you seen that one? Least <laughs> I love League of Their Own. Yeah, that's a really fun movie. <laughs> they just rebooted that as a Amazon series mm-hmm. that I it, I'm desperately want to watch, but I just haven't had time yet. Keith, I missed your comedic uh, comment or whatever you were doing. He's yeah, putting your X's in for the ones you've The ones you've seen. You oh. You're like, I have seen <laughs> Splash, you. and I'm like, I'll help you out, pal. Boop. I'm just now seeing this list. I must have missed... Uh, I saw it something. before we started the show, <laughs> and I was filling it out while you were reading your paragraph. So, <laughs> <laughs> to make it look like, see, Keith pays attention. He wasn't the only one besides yeah. that. <clears throat> Turner and Hooch also is now a TV show on Disney Plus. Yes, it he, is. he's not in it, but it that's pretty interesting. Did I see Dustin put it? But Seth, you haven't seen Apollo thirteen. I haven't. I wow. I don't know why. I that one just. I missed it, and I have not gone back to it. My friend's yeah. mom was obsessed with that movie, so when we were over at that, their house, that's where I saw it. I'm like, that was really good. I I've seen, it. like, parts of it, but I've never, like, watched yeah. it. Most of these I've seen parts. I couldn't sit yeah. down and recall the whole movie, but... Yeah. Yeah, I think Splash is one of those movies where I can just be like, yeah, I remember Tom Hanks and a mermaid. Like, <laughs> that's all I remember, but I've, I've seen Daryl Hannah is the mermaid. Yeah, like, that's about all I can remember from it. Uh, I will say I've never seen Shaving Pri- Ryan's Privates. <laughs> that one's good. That, that was a great movie. That one I've seen. Everybody's in that, that movie. That was like Vin <laughs> Diesel and Dame, Matt Damon. Yeah. Uh, I think one of my favorite movies in the 90s was The Green Mile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a pretty good one, too. That's like I think that's a Stephen King story. Yeah. Uh, or based yeah. on a Stephen King book. That's like one right. of the better Stephen King adaptations I've I think a really the only part of that movie that I remember is he's a prison guard mm-hmm. and he has like kidney stones. Yes. <laughs> and There's a ton of movies with him peeing in them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like struggling really hard. And um, Michael Duncan or what is it? Michael Clark. Michael Clark. Him? Yeah. Michael Clark. He like Duncan. grabs just like grabs him. <laughs> and yeah. He's, he's like just he cures it. And then he just wakes up out of nowhere, and he's like, oh, I got to go. And he runs out and starts just, like, pissing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it feels so good. <laughs> it's like, this isn't a comedy. Why am I laughing yeah. right now? <laughs> and then in A League of Their Own, he's, like, an alcoholic. And there's, like, a f- three-minute scene where he's pissing and talking to one of the lady baseball players. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. And then in Forrest Gump, you see him pee at some point. And mm-hmm. I think in one other movie, it's like, why is he Cast peeing away, in so I'm many sure movies? Oh, yeah, <laughs> probably. 
It's and just, Woody pees at yeah. some point in yeah. Toy Story Three. Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm like, um, what? They don't Here's even drink or Woody. eat. Wait, what? He has organs. <laughs> <laughs> I think I downloaded the wrong movie. <laughs> I'm uh, waiting for s- them to like bring Woody to like real life. It was Toy Story P. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Toy Story <laughs> Three. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of my favorite knock knock jokes comes from Tom Hanks. And catch me if you can when he's Carl Hanready and he's in the car driving with his new partner and the new partner is like, you need to lighten up a little bit. He's like, oh, yeah. Do you want to hear a knock, knock joke? He's like, oh, boy, would I ever? He's like, knock, knock. He's like, who's there? Go fuck yourself. (laughs) 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 But like in his in his like it was almost like a Philadelphia accent, but it's like the Tom Hanks accent. He's like. I guess it's more of like a Brooklyn, maybe. He's like, yeah, you want to hear a knock-knock joke? He's like, yeah. Knock-knock. <laughs> Who's there? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yes! I love it! Oh, Here's Tom go. Hanks' curse is, wow. like, unusual. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why it's so good. Right. Uh, and then later, I you could tell that my, my Tom Hanks movie watch stuff has dropped off, but I will say it's probably because of my Dan Brown obsession. I have yes. seen him. And all of those movies, uh, so Code, and I'm just waiting for Lost Symbols, even yep. though he's not in it, Ugh. apparently. That makes me sad. Maybe I saw Inferno, but I did see the first two. Yep. Nobody saw... has seen Captain Phillips? No. Just oh the memes. God. I am the captain now. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> just seeing Pete's is <laughs> missing out. That's such an intense I figured movie. that's the whole movie, so. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen, like, the first 10 minutes of Sully. Because when Sully starts, he's like in bed with some girl and like she like gets up and runs away and you literally can see Vag for like two seconds as she's like <laughs> crossing the screen. Mm. Actually, I think I, I think, yeah, I think I have seen Sully. I think I did watch all of that through. <laughs> Just that, to see if that girl came back. <laughs> it's, that plain, it's, it's that plane movie, right? Where, you know, yeah, he's the like, Captain Sully. He's like, yeah. he's just like drinking on the job. He's like, it's on autopilot. It's fine. I think that's the Denzel Washington movie, Flight. Yeah. Oh, that's the movie that has the vagina. Because okay, I yes. remember the vagina in that movie. I was, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's say, weird. It's Sully was after the hero captain that landed the plane in the... On the Hudson. On the Hudson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure there wasn't Vag in that movie. That's what I thought. I'm like, wait, isn't that the hero guy? They just... Let's see. Threw Denzel, some Vag in there to spice that movie up a bit. Washington... Drunken plane. Oh, it was flight. Yep. 19- you get them confused because of Philadelphia. They were both in. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. That's fair. I like this. I like that movie. That was good. Wrong movie. Didn't watch that. <laughs> I do remember seeing a clip though where he's like on trial or whatever, yeah. and he's just like literally like standing up for himself. But he's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we um, talked about it on the Captain Awards episode. Yep. yep. That's right. Well, then I will make sure that's not checked. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Castaway again, like, last year. That movie holds up. It's really great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it took, like, a year or something to film because he's, like, fat at the beginning, and they wanted him to lose weight on the island, so mm-hmm. they, he had to, like, lose all the weight he put on for the movie, and so it makes sense at the end when he comes back all skinny. Mm, it's really true. well done. Yeah, I should rewatch that one. That was a good one. Um, well, with the holiday season coming up, 
I mean, I for a whole new generation of kids, Christmas for them is the Polar Express. Yeah, that is, is true. Tom Hanks, it, just Christmas. We kind of missed just rename it. it. <laughs> but well, it, we were like a little old when that movie came. Well, out. It was junior I, year for us, yeah, because we graduated '05. So it's like it's a kids movie. But I remember I was working in our aftercare program, so I was babysitting a lot of children. So I knew the movie inside and out. We'd watch it all the time and it truly is a classic movie it's a great movie Mm -hmm. but for a lot of the kids they're like that's my childhood like (laughs) wow i was always wondering if that movie would hold up in 10 20 years just because of the animation style Mm -hmm. how it kind of looks like a video game almost it's kind of uncanny valley where they look real like real people but they also kind of look creepy now like as technology moves ahead i watched that for the first time ever past christmas and i thought it held up really well. Oh, that's good. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Al- it's like Allison's one of her favorite Christmas movies. So yeah. I was like, I've never seen it. And she lost her mind. So of yeah. course we watched it and I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it's really good. I, I, enjoy I know. It. I haven't seen it since it came out. So I, I enjoy sure. it. It came from a book, correct? Yeah. 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 Okay. Like a short, like probably seven page. Yeah. I remember book, reading I it in <laughs> elementary school. Yeah, I just like seeing Tom Hanks and playing every role in that movie. Yeah. So. <laughs> he's everybody but the kids, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like the train conductor and the Santa Claus and a couple other guys. Like the, the hobo. Ho- the hobo on, yeah, the, hobo on the roof. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but that was Santa. Spoiler alert. Oh, you ruined the end. Yeah, a lot of the later movies I haven't seen, unfortunately. Yeah, I've seen like the first third, like half hour of Pinocchio. Yeah, that one just came out. It's on my queue on my Disney, Disney Plus, Plus, I think. That's probably what put him over Morgan Freeman, is that the movie that just came out? Because that list like stopped at Elvis, didn't mention Pinocchio at all, and so maybe like Yeah, I mean, when... well, I don't know, Pinocchio wasn't in theater, so I don't know. Mm, I guess he could, right. he still made money on it, so yeah. You know. yeah. I don't know if it's going off like box offices or just like I how said, much money he gets paid to be in a movie. Just grossing, so I assume it's both. And so if that doesn't have any box office, it's still like if you know a movie's not going to be going straight to like going straight to like a, a service or whatever, then you can bake it into a, you know, the contract. Yeah, like, that's true. It's like this isn't we're not receiving anything from the box office, so my contract needs to be this. Mm-hmm. Instead of baking it in there. Did but, you, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, I see uh, Pale and Saf, you've seen A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Was that any good? That's it's on my really list good. of things to watch because I love I Mr. Watched, Rogers. But I watched that and then the Mr. Rogers documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, Same. Whatever. And they're both really good. It's nice. And Won't, I think won't you be my Tom neighbor? Hanks, yeah, that's it. That's mm-hmm. the documentary. Tom Hanks does a great job. Yeah, it almost but, I don't, just creeps me out a little bit maybe just how like positive and kind <laughs> he is. Yeah. And how just like every, nothing's wrong. But he's so genuine. Fine. Like yeah, it's, yeah. It's, you watch it's the de- documentary and it's like, you, it, it kind of feels creepy, but no, it's like, this is just how he is with everyone off camera, on camera, anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone has just nice things to say about him. And that's, se- that seems to be how Tom's Hanks is too. So it makes sense that he plays him. Maybe not. <laughs> like everybody had, maybe not creepy. I don't think creepy is the right word. Maybe, uncomfortable how the the writer and like his co cast river yeah it was like trying to like just like see through him or think he was like yeah, somebody different than what he really mm-hmm. was so that made me a little bit uncomfortable at times mm-hmm. like their conversations you have like the, <laughs> i'll have to watch that yeah there's like parts where people are protesting his show for some reason it's like 
Why? He's the nicest man in <laughs> yeah, the world, like, and you're what? protesting Mr. Rogers' neighborhood for some reason? <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah. Anyway, it's Tom Hanks episode. Yeah. <laughs> but that goes into that movie oh, as yeah, well. Absolutely. I think we mentioned Toy Story, but I mean, there wouldn't be a Toy Story without Tom Hanks. Uh, I've no. seen clips of them before they cast him as Woody, and Woody is like, awful he's an asshole and like unfriendly and like they had to cast someone like tom hanks to make that character likable or or else that movie would not have worked oh yeah because he is kind of a dick in the movie but it is tom hanks doing the voice so you kind of it's not that big of a deal (laughs) yeah i see dustin gave up on toy story after the second one yep any any reasons dustin because i'm not a child (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, I saw Toy Story 3 great in answer. the theater like yeah. a child. I um I had some personal shit going on between 2008 and 2012. So I just didn't really see movies that much. Oh, okay. And so then when Toy Story 4 came out, I was like, I still haven't seen Toy Story 3. <laughs> why would I Why would Toy I Story 3 is maybe the best one. I I think it's and, my favorite. <laughs> Toy Story 4 is fine, but yeah. 3 is great. Yeah. I thought they'd end it after 3. I was really yeah, surprised. Yeah, it would have made more sense. Nine years later, they brought it back. I know I a lot of people like... Cloud at- oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I know a lot of people like Toy Story 2, but I thought it kind of annoyed me at times. Yeah. Um, when, the, when he was like... moving? I'm trying to think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the... Uh, Zerg. They're like in a Toy Story. Zerg comes back, and the uh, Dennis Nedry is the... Evil toy guy, the chicken man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and he he tries to buy. Yeah. And that introduces Jesse and mm-hmm. yep. Prospector and Prospector. Bullseye. Right like the wind. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they get rid of Bo Peep and like a yeah. lot of the major characters from the first one. <laughs> they get replaced. Yeah. But I thought that was nice kind of bringing in toy collectors because my brother yeah. was, you know, obsessed with toy collection with his stupid-ass Power Ranger collection that he still has going. Just saw it today again. It's still being updated. Um, but, you know, I mean, it appealed to the nerdy side, which was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And the collecting of toys, and it wasn't just my children's toys. And it really got into that nostalgia of collecting. Yeah, it kind of has to, right? Yeah, After... it gets more focused on adults later in the series yeah. because... Everybody the grew. People that Andy watched up, up the, yeah, watched yeah. the first one <laughs> grew up, right? And so did the characters in it. So a lot of time has passed from '95 to '99 to 2010, right? Yeah, yeah. You kind of have to, you know, evolve at that point. The last thing I was going to say, I want to watch Cloud Atlas, even though I've heard only negative things about it. But it is the Wachowskis from The Matrix that mm. like directed it and wrote it, so I'm like interested. But mm. I'm also like. Yeah, I've only heard like negative reviews, so it's mm-hmm. I'm iffy on watching it. But it's got Hugo Weaving and Ben Berry. Win- Winshaw and Halle Berry in it. Uh, ben uh, Wyshaw is from uh, the Bond stuff. He's the Q quartermaster. Yeah, hmm. I was gonna say he's in Mad Max Fury Road, mm-hmm. in X Men Future. One with a kid. <laughs> Isn't he Beast? No. That's uh, Nicholas Holt. 
Oh, you're right. You're right. I get so them mixed Nicholas, up. Nicholas Holt is in Mad Max. Yeah. I've heard good things about Finch. That's probably be one of the next ones I watch. Yeah, me too. When I up my Apple I, I have Apple again. TV this month, so I might watch it before, <laughs> on, on Thanksgiving. Ooh. We're recording this before Thanksgiving. There you go. <laughs> but, I mean, if we have no more movies to discuss, I have a little game. Oh. <gasps> In a song. Greetings and welcome. I want to play a game. Yes. Let's play a game. <laughs> Yahoo! Shall we play It's Saf's little game. <laughs> I love it. I'm scared. All right, I've got thirteen <laughs> questions. I can just I I see you like riding a little bicycle. Like <laughs> now we have to animate this. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Would you like to play a game? I got 13 taglines from Tom Hanks movies, and I want you guys to guess the movie. Mm. Oh. So I don't know if we want to buzz in or... I'm going to lose. Write them down or... <laughs> I know that. They might be hard. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> just say your name if you know the answer or you want to guess. I'm just going to... I'm not... No Googling. Don't yeah, don't Google. Phone. No cheating. Hands right. up. Number one. Some of these are easy. I don't know if this one will be. At the edge of the world, his journey begins. Mm. <laughs> Just any Tom Hanks movie. It's News of the World, one of the new ones? Nope. No. Okay. Cloud Atlas. Nope. Well, that's what I was going to guess. Well, you have... Uh... I don't know. Forrest Pick Gump. <clears throat> nope. <laughs> it's Castaway. Ah, damn it. That was a tough one. Here, This one might be easier. Miracles happen in the most unexpected places. Polar Express. Polar Express. No? Nope. That was my guess. Damn it. The Green Mile. Yes. Uh, there Point go. for Dustin. All right, number three, someone you pass on the street may already be the love of your life. So there's a clue there. It's a romantic comedy, obviously. Sleepless in Seattle. Nope. You've got mail. Correct. (laughs) Scrubs. All right. I actually waited till you guys, like, process of elimination for me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right, here we go. The world will never be the same once you've seen it through the eyes of blank is the answer. Hmm. See it through the eyes of. It's the name of the movie. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I was just repeating it so I can like read through all the titles. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's through, through the eyes. Larry Crown. Nope. <laughs> see it through the eyes of Dragnet. Do, do, do. It's blank, blank. If that oh. can I guess again? I mean, Dustin's guessed multiple times on some of these. Captain Phillips. Nope. 
The world will never be the same once you see it through the eyes of Forrest Gump. That is correct. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I need some points. <laughs> Everybody Fine. does except for Dustin. <laughs> He's the only one with any points. Uh, okay. No one would take on his case until one man was willing to take on the system. Philadelphia. Sully. That one is pale. Oh, there you go. Philadelphia. Pale. I forgot that that was a lawyer one. I was like, Sully, yep. that's the only one I know. Yeah. <laughs> What if someone you never met, someone you never saw, someone you never knew was the someone for you? Sleepless in Seattle. Yes. I told you, these are my (laughs) my films. (laughs) (laughs) Once in a lifetime, you get a chance to do something different. Oh, this one's impossible. No one will ever guess this. (laughs) I'm assuming it's one that we've never seen. No, I think maybe, let me look. It's one you've all seen. We've all seen. Oh, can you repeat that? Yeah. Once in a lifetime, you get a chance to do something different. A Polar Express. Yep. That one's a Keith. Oh, this one. All right. Get ready. Hands on buzzers. A detective must adopt the dog. Turn on Hooch. Turn on Hooch. Damn it. <laughs> uh, that's pale. Turner and Hooch. <laughs> a detective must adopt the dog of a dead man to help him find the murderer. So, <laughs> all right. Next, have you ever had a really big secret? Big. Yep. Nah. I was going to say hint. The name of the movie is <laughs> it, what, the in the movie. One of the <laughs> words I said. All right, number ten. For everyone who's ever been deeply in love. Or deeply in debt. The money pit. That's correct. Money, money, money. Hmm. Alan Bauer thought he'd never find the right woman. He was only half wrong. The lady killers? Nope. Splash. Yep. Yes. I'm just guessing at this point. <laughs> Picking the first Sometimes thing Sometimes that's I what see. it takes. <laughs> Shocking, shameless, sinful, wicked, and the party hasn't even started. Hmm. The party hasn't even started. Party titles. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Bachelor Party. <laughs> oh, bachelor Party. <laughs> I guess I'll give that to Dustin. He said the words. All right, last one. Hands on buzzers. I'm going to lose. <laughs> Toy Story. Nope. An average... <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> An average Joe in adventurous comedy. Average Joe. Joe versus the volcano. Yes. <laughs> there you go. All right, that was the last one. Let's see. Let me tally my... Talk amongst yourself as I tally the votes. Oh, mine's easy. It's one. I think I'm me and Dustin are close. I don't. I see five for pale. Let me count the distance. One. One, So it should be seven for me. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Yep. Dustin. Mm -hmm. Dustin is our victor. He had a nice start. Better start than me. Good job, Dustin. 
I oh, also wait. didn't answer most of them. Like at the end, I just stopped because <laughs> yeah, you had the big enough lead. <laughs> once you got since there's only thirteen, once you had seven, you didn't need to. <laughs> All right, there's an outro song as well. Oh. Game over. There it is. I was like, there's got to be a fart somewhere. Uh, and there it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's awesome. I hoped you enjoyed the first ever Saf's little game. Not my genre, but <laughs> <laughs> movies Keith loses. We don't have strange brews or anything anymore, so I had to end with something. That's cool. Good job. I'll try to make games easier in the future. <laughs> I, I don't care. Just fine. <laughs> I embrace who I am. It's all right. <laughs> I mean, all the answers were in front of you, so you just had I know. Like, you just had to sixty pick, choices so. to narrow it down from. <laughs> Hopefully it's fun to listen to as it was to play. Yeah, All right, the statistics get better because it's not. It's just choose one without replacement, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Easy peasy. And some of them had the word a word from the title, so I was trying to hint at those. All right, that'll wrap up the first annual <laughs> Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, so I don't remember how do we end. Oh. Until, Until next, next time, time. <laughs> drink, drink up, up, drink up, and, and hang, hang out. out, and hang out.